Oh my gosh, like I feel like we have so much to talk about this week, but then again, like there's not a whole lot to talk about this week. Oh, there's a lot to talk about. I'm still working on the sound, guys, <laughs> so you'll have to be patient with me. I'm not sure how good this sounds. Um, apparently last week it sounded a little bit better, so we're, we're, we're at <clears> least <throat> making improvements. So, slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. We're, we're learning our way through this whole podcasting thing, which is kind of fun. What podcast is this? I can't remember. Oh, no. Because you didn't announce it again. <laughs> you found the Chaise Lounge with Cricket. And this is Bob. And we are so pleased to have you back this week. Um, we are actually kind of trying something a little bit new. Because, um, you know, normally... Mixing it up a little bit. Mixing it up a little bit. We're going to see if this works. It may it may work. It may not work. Please let us know what you think. Um, but, you know, how we've kind of had a free-form stream of consciousness going from hither and yon chasing rabbit chasing rabbits i would still end up there anyway but we're (laughs) gonna try to get a little bit more structure to it we're we're gonna have segments now we're gonna try we're gonna try to have segments now and and i you know i have if i could show you my little piece of paper here i have it written down what the segments are going to be and how long they're all supposed to take and so let's (laughs) see how close we can get it to that (laughs) It's going to be tough. Because, <laughs> I mean, this has never been the kind of podcast to follow any kind of rules. So No. You know, we, we just kind of do what we want. And I, I think that's the most fun part of it. Yeah. I mean, it's not... We don't sit down some, hey, let's go from this time to this time. This is what we're going to do. And from this time to this time. So I think it, it's more fun the way we've been doing it. And I think it'll probably end up being that way anyway. But, hey... It's not gonna hurt to try. Yeah, at, at least at least maybe this way we can um, ha- have some consistent topics. You know, you know, topics that we do every week as opposed to just hit or miss every week. You know, because I right. know um, at, at one point um, I had gotten some feedback where um, some of our listeners really liked your baseball stories, and we haven't oh, really done we haven't really done a whole lot of your baseball stories. So maybe we can throw that in with the sports section. Yeah. And, you know, just really kind of get back into to what our listeners are came to the show for, right? I got you. So, uh, but um, confession time uh, for Vaughn. Uh, <laughs> he told me oh, something. To <laughs> he told me something a few days ago about the podcast that I had no idea until he actually told me. Because we were talking about doing the podcast and he's like did you know oh <laughs> what, i was what, like wait a minute where are you going with this now i know where you're going with okay this. well you tell you tell no, no, no go ahead okay so you started well we were talking about doing the podcast and he said did you know when you first suggested this i had absolutely no interest whatsoever in doing a podcast with you i i didn't he I said, said i had f- no interest and no desire no interest and no de- he said it even freaked me out a little bit he said i felt my whole body tense up when you mentioned having a podcast he said but you were so excited about it that i just couldn't tell you no which is like the sweetest thing ever I couldn't dare tell you no you were too excited about it and because when you brought it to me, you were like, hey, this is what I want to do. Will you do it with me? And my first reaction was like inside screaming, no. But I did it anyway. And I'll be honest to tell you, I'm glad I did it. Because we have fun every it's week. It's a lot of fun. And, and you know what? This is kind of like a date every week. Because we get together every Saturday night between 7 and 9. And we sit down and we talk about stuff that's interesting to us. Yeah. And we do it, and we let our friends listen in on our conversation, which is really cool. 
But this gives us a chance because we don't see each other during the week. And this is a way that we absolutely positively sit down and enjoy each other's company for at least one hour a week where we don't do anything else. We're, we're not watching TV. We're not playing video games. We're not messing with the kids. We're not just whatever. Right. We are sitting down and we are having a conversation between the two of us. And I like that. It's, it's been a really fun addition to our lives, I think. Uh, I, like I said, I am enjoying myself now. So, <laughs> Well, that's good because it makes me feel bad to think that I had made you do something <laughs> that you really didn't want to do. <laughs> That would be awful. Like, just hating your life every Saturday night. Do what you gotta do to keep Mama happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into our first topic. So, so um, where, where are we starting with? Sports or politics? We can start with either one. Um, you tell me which way you would like to go, but we're going to go into a segment now. Well, I don't think we have a whole lot of sports. So let's start with there. Okay. Uh, I looked up a few things the other day that... I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, one of them is that in this next season in the NBA will be the first year that they are no longer going to be testing players for marijuana. That's good. I mean, they'll still be testing for PDs and stuff like that, but marijuana is not going to be in their testing anymore. Well, I never understood why it was to begin with because because it was an illegal drug. And I can't use it. I, no, I get I get that part of it. I mean, I mean, and and that makes sense. It's an illegal drug. You don't need to be on it. Yada yada yada. But as far as like performance enhancing drugs and then cracking down on the on the the drug policy because of performance enhancing drugs, marijuana is the opposite of a performance enhancer. And well, maybe that's one of they tested for it before to make sure that people weren't on it. You know, because you want people at their peak. You want people at their peak, but these guys are being paid millions of dollars every season. I'd like to think that, especially in baseball, they're adults. You don't see. Maybe this is my perception. You you can correct me if I'm wrong. You see a lot of football players going out and acting acting like idiots because they're young, and all of a sudden they have a hundred million dollars. And they go out and they buy cars and they go to clubs and they get in trouble. You you tend to see that with 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 football players, right. but with baseball players you don't really see that. Well, because in like basketball and football, it's a more of a it's more of a flashy sport. Mm-hmm. So you get these people with these bigger what's the word I'm looking for here, like. Come on, help me out. Bigger egos, yeah, bigger. Not really egos, but just a bigger character. Okay. You know, and in baseball's always been a more of like a cerebral game, more of a respectful type game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but like with the whole marijuana thing, just speaking from personal experience, my senior in high school, we made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We played one game and lost. I gave up like two or three runs that game, and only gave up one hit. The reason they scored is because I found out a couple of weeks later the reason that my normally really good outfielders, defensive outfielders, mm-hmm. one of them had smoked pot that day. And he missed like four easy fly balls. Mm-hmm. That should have been easy outs. Yeah. But he was freaking high and he couldn't see the ball to catch it. Yeah. Well, 
one of that the, cost us. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm really pissed off about that. Well, and you should be. I mean, he he should have shown more respect for his teammates than to go out there impaired. Right, and that was, uh, like I said, I don't, it's just really aggravating because that that took away the well, whole team's opportunity to move further along in the playoffs. Yeah, because <clears throat> like the team that we played against. They were, you know, our coach and their coach had to decide, hey, do you want to play uh, a best two out of three? Or do you want to play a one-game winner-takes-all, whoever wins it moves on in the playoffs? And so, of course, our coach decided, you know, got the other guy to agree to do a one-game winner-take-all. And in that process that one game ended up costing us and not letting us go any further in the playoffs because they knew that we had a better chance of beating some other team in just one game than a two out of three game because if we if we had to play three games like one day, one day, and one day, I'm pitching in one of them. I'm not going to be able to come back and pitch in another one. <laughs> right. Well, chances are I wouldn't. Right. And so we didn't really have the depth in the pitching staff like that. Right. We didn't know if they did, and they had one pitcher that was obviously better than the rest of theirs, but he still wasn't all that good, mm-hmm. you know. But that we had that one game we lost, and we went back home. And that and that really stinks. That really stinks. I'm I'm fully in support of decriminalizing marijuana and and making it legal, but it needs to be treated the same way that we treat alcohol. Um, if you're impaired because of it. Yeah. You don't need to be doing things, but simply the smoking of it should not get you in trouble. Right. If you're doing something like driving or supervising children or, you know what I mean? Like, don't do not do things that, that could cause you to um, hurt somebody else um, yeah. while you're on it. Um, yeah, and it's funny because you see, like you talked about how you tend to see football players and stuff like that doing more crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Look at that kid in Texas. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about him. Okay, so, so start at the beginning of that story. Well, this kid was a star was soccer player. Okay. He was a all-area MVP or something on the wrestling team. Mm-hmm. Super athletic kid. Then he's on their football team. <clears throat> and apparently during this game, him and this umpire, a referee, sorry, uh, had already exchanged words. Mm-hmm. And he had gotten another unsportsmanlike conduct call put on him and ejected him from the game. So he's out of the game at this point. Referee ejected him from the game. This kid charged at the umpire when he turned his back. And tackled him. Yeah. And he was not a small kid. No. And then you can see the other kids and the coaches running after him, trying to catch him. But he hit him, knocked him down. I do believe the kid's in jail. I'm like, all right, maybe he's out on bail right now. I can't remember. Well, hopefully he got arrested for assault. Yeah, absolutely. And that one thing, now I don't know. I I should have looked it up a little bit more as far as how good their season was going and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff, but 
because of his actions, that entire team, they can finish their season. But if they finish first place in their season, they still get no playoff record. They get, they do not go to the playoffs. Yeah. That one kid. Cause you, and you got to think about all the other kids that are on that team. Think about the ones that were seniors. Mm-hmm. He just screwed them over. Yeah, because you 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 will get somewhat of a, of exposure during your regular season, but when you get to playoffs, that's when the scouts come. That's when more scouts start showing up, and that's when you get more exposure for people to see you, and you can show what you're made of and what you're capable of in those playoffs. Mm-hmm. And he just took that away from. Him. Every kid on that team, especially the seniors. Well, you know, when you mentioned this to me the other day, when we were talking about this the other day, um, you know, my comment was that kind of toxic behavior is something he learned from a parent. That's not something you're just born with. I guarantee you daddy was in the stands you know, rooting for this kid to go after the referee. Oh, I think that's what happened with the soccer. I think he had a same, a similar situation with a, I don't know what they call them, soccer referees or whatever. I think they're, yeah, they're referees. With a referee, almost a similar situation with a referee in, in soccer. Yeah. Well, you don't do that. And, and what, which, which I'm looking at, if he's had a similar situation, if that's true, because I don't know, but if that's true, that dude should have never been allowed to suit up on any other team. I, I agree with that. He should have been immediately kicked off of every sport that he he was playing. Because if you can't control yourself mm-hmm. and you can't show some semblance of respect when you're on a sporting field, you don't belong there. I I agree. Absolutely don't belong there. So I'm looking at a story here. It says that uh, the high school football team was thrown out of the playoffs and he was arrested for for assault. Right. Um, The referee was evaluated for a concussion. Um, Let's see. His team went on to win. Yeah. It would have sent them them to the playoffs had he not pulled that stunt. They would have gone to the playoffs. Yeah. but they said the Edinburgh Consolidated Independent School District said no. Yep. Nope, nope, nope. Um, let's see. UIL has forced them to withdraw the team. Let's see. I am. Let's see. It doesn't say anything about um, about him being on the soccer team. I mean, I believe you. It's just, well, that's just one of the articles about it in that I read. Article. It said he had a similar situation happen during their soccer. Of course, that, I, I, I saw that, and my first thought was, I saw the kid that tackled him. Mm-hmm. That kid didn't look like he was built for soccer. <laughs> so He so looks the, like a football player. So the validity of that one is kind of <laughs> like, eh, <laughs> what position would he play in soccer? Because he does not look like a soccer player. <laughs> no. No, a wrestler, yeah, yeah, but not a soccer player. Not a soccer player. <laughs> but but he was a wrestler, wasn't he? Yes. Isn't that what she said? He was a wrestler. Yes, he was. Um, okay, yeah. So he, yeah, I, it doesn't it doesn't say anything in these um, these that I'm uh, stories that I'm looking at. But you know that doesn't mean anything. I, mean, I just hadn't found the story that says it. Um. What else has been happening? You were telling me something about um, the god awful records. 
Oh, of the NFC. What is it? The NFC East. The NFC East. NFC is so East. terrible this year. <laughs> Here's the leaders. The Giants are leading that division at four and seven. Mm-hmm. Well, they're tied in first at four and seven, and Washington at four and seven. Uh, I believe the Giants are listed above Washington because maybe they have a better record within their division. That's usually what will be like a tiebreaker kind of thing. Okay. Maybe I'm not sure. But anyway, they're tied for first. Eagles are in second at three and seven and one. <laughs> And Dallas is in last place in their division with a three and eight record. They're in last place with a three and eight record, and they're out of first place by one game. One game. So here's where it gets interesting. <clears throat> this Sunday, tomorrow. Yes. The Giants. They're playing Seattle. Okay. Who is first place in their division with an eight and three record? Okay. The chances are Giants are going to lose. Giants are going down. Washington, four and seven, playing the first place Steelers at eleven and zero. <laughs> They're going down. Washington's probably going down. <laughs> the Eagles, three seven and one, <clears throat> are going against the Packers, first place in their division at eight and three. Who people are actually looking at them are probably the best team in the NFC right now. Okay. So again, they're going down. Eagles. Probably going down. <laughs> then you got Dallas at three and eight. I think they might be the only one that might have a chance of winning. Who knows? But they're playing Baltimore, and Baltimore's in third place in their division at six and five. Now, but here's the funny part: if it goes down like that, that the Giants, Washington, the Eagles lose, and Dallas wins, that means the Giants. Washington and Dallas will all be four and eight. <laughs> Eagles will be in last place in that division at three and eight. So there will be a three-way tie in the <laughs> NFC for first place with these teams with a four and eight record. That is freaking ridiculous. But but I don't think it's going to go down that way. No, I, I think they're all. I think four they're gonna, all four going to lose. Oh yeah, they're all four going to lose. Because Dallas has yet to fail me as far as being the most disappointing team. Oh yeah, Dallas in the entire will be. NFL. Dallas will be three and nine. Now, don't don't mistake what I just said. Dallas is not the worst team in the NFL. There are a lot of teams who play a lot worse than than Dallas. Well, the Jets but are zero and eleven. Dallas is the most disappointing team in the yeah. NFL. Because they get your hopes up, and you're like, oh, my gosh. That's because what's the Dallas Cowboys fans' motto? Wait till next year. Wait till next year. We're going to get them next year. Just wait. (laughs) (laughs) And then we never do. We never get them next year. But just imagine that. It's being a 4-8 and record and being tied for first in your division. It has been wait till next year since the 90s. When is next year going to get here? That's what I want to know. I don't know. That's that's just... <laughs> I was laughing. It's funny because I'm watching, looking at it when I was writing all this stuff down. And my handwriting got atrocious while I'm writing this because I think I was laughing so much while I was writing it. Because <laughs> that's just... It's, it, it's dumb. <laughs> this just, is dumb. Oh, my gosh. So dumb. Yeah. 
Believe, believe it or not, that took up our allotted time. <laughs> That's all I had for stores anyway for right now. We're, we're you know, at the, at the Shea household, we're not like super into sports. Like, I didn't grow up watching football or anything like that. You know oh, when, I didn't either. You know when I started watching football? When I moved to Texas when I was 12. Because my papa, we lived with them for a year. Yeah. If you can imagine two families living in a two-bedroom house for a year. Um... And my sister and I slept on a mattress in, in, in the den. That's that's where our bed was. But <laughs> because we hadn't had a chance to move into our new house yet. But um, I told you all that to tell you this. When we moved to Texas, my papa never missed a Dallas game. Never, never, never. And that's when Dallas was like all big and like they were winning Super Bowls and they were America's team and it was just like awesome and rah, rah. And my meme and papa taught me how to watch football because that was the first experience that I had with it because we just, we shouldn't do that in my house. We shouldn't, you know, we, we didn't do sports in my house. And then you were not like huge into sports other than baseball. So you better watch your mouth, woman. You were into <laughs> a sport, not sports. A sport. The sport that matters. <laughs> I'm into the sport that matters. Well, a, a million screaming football fans would like a word. I have a word with every one of them. <laughs> and tell them how wrong they are. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're going to go into... Other news or politics? Um, you know what? Let's save politics for last. Okay. Or, or for, for like later. Okay. Let's let's do that for later. Uh, sorry, that was my phone going off. Um, so what do we have in other news? Um, the mysterious triangle... Shiny metal monolith that's showing. Oh yeah, the monoliths. Okay, so tell the story of the monoliths. It showed up in Utah, Mm -hmm. and when they went back, it was gone. Mm -hmm. Another one showed up in Romania, Mm -hmm. and they know it's not the same one because it's made out of different material. Mm -hmm. Now the one in Romania is gone, and there's one that just showed up in California, which is also now gone. I'm just okay. So everybody freaked out when the first one showed up, and they think or they thought at the time because this canyon where the thing was in Utah was kind of close to where they were filming Westworld, and so they were thinking maybe it's a prop that was left over from Westworld coming in, and they just didn't clean up after themselves, and then the damn thing disappears, and then the one appears in Romania. And it disappears, like, less than a week later. And then the one appears in California. And I think the one in California got knocked down, but I'm not 100% sure about that. One of them got knocked down. Uh, But then it disappeared. And I think, you know, I think, personally, that it's some kind of viral marketing campaign for some kind of new show that's coming out. Wouldn't that make the most sense? Probably. But there's a million theories out there that it's related to 5G and the microchip vaccines and the deep state and who knows what else. What are you looking at over there? Are you looking at the different different, crap? Well, what are are you finding over there? Oh, it's just other ones about how they're not made of the same material. Uh,. 
This one says, Monoliths in California, Utah, Romania are not gifts real aliens might send to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess that's good to know. <laughs> so, but it's going to be interesting to see how that all unfolds. See what it ends up being for. So. <clears throat> oh, we've got to watch The Mandalorian this week, too. Yes, we do. Um, we got caught up on um, the last two most recent episodes. Except no. Because there was an episode yesterday that we had. That's watched. what I'm saying. We're, we're, we caught up on the last week. We caught up on those last two episodes. And then we've got one more that we've got to watch. So, no spoilers until we get a chance to watch it. Either later tonight or tomorrow. Um, Probably tomorrow. You know, I got Xbox guys waiting for me. When oh, I know. I know. You got to go, you gotta go play with your friends. Because usually we record at 7 and we're an hour late starting. And, <laughs> and they're, they're like, already like, where are you got at? on like 30 minutes ago. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> they got you trapped. Oh, yeah. That's why I had to message him. That was him. He said, I'm on. I'm like, give me about 30 minutes. I'm recording. <laughs> well, it's going to be, yeah, be about 30 minutes. Yeah. That's, that's about right. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so I need to start watching The Clone Wars. I, I'm in the middle of a series right now. Like I, like I said uh, a week ago, that you know I'm rewatching Grey's Anatomy right now, and I'm to the part where I've never seen before, which is really interesting. So I've got like a few more seasons before the end of what's on Netflix. Um, so that shouldn't take me too much longer because I'm like blowing through it like crazy. But as soon as I get done watching Grey's Anatomy, because I have to do one show at a time, or I, I, I just makes me an unhappy person to try to multitask when I'm watching shows. But I do one show at a time, so as soon as I finish Grey's Anatomy, I'm going to go start watching The Clone Wars. Because from what I've been told, The Mandalorian is dragging everything from The Clone Wars and uh, Star Wars Rebels into this series and is making these cartoon characters live action. Mm -hmm. And from what I've seen of the art from Ahsoka... Um, oh gosh, what is her name? Um, oh, with the headtails. With the with the headtails. Yeah. You notice that it, her headtails in the live action are a lot shorter. Yeah. Because in the in the cartoon they're they're a lot longer. Uh huh. But they had to make them shorter because it was too heavy for. Her. <laughs> they like. She's like. Uh, it was like weird. I was no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so she's from the Clone Wars. She was Anakin's Padawan. Right. And in The Mandalorian, she, of course, has moved beyond Anakin because he is now Darth Vader, or was Darth Vader. He's, he's in, in this universe, he's he's already been killed. Um, but she is an adult now, and she is a Jedi, Jedi in her own right. And she is traveling the galaxy doing Jedi things. And yeah, that episode with her, it was cool as hell, watching her just take out all them dudes. Seeing the way that they that they drew her in the or what she looks like in the series and then how they recreated her live action for the Mandalorian and just see, blew my yeah. mind and then to see the Mandalorian's armor stop oh, a lightsaber oh, oh oh I'm so sorry we didn't mean to spoil that oh, if you haven't seen it sorry but oh my god when, oh, that was when cool. the Mandalorian okay so she went to cut at him with her lightsaber, and he just like does the Wonder Woman thing with his arms crossed and just freaking blocks the lightsaber. I had no idea Beskar would do that. That just, oh my god, that was the coolest thing. Yeah, that was pretty badass. That was the coolest thing. Sorry if we ruined that for anybody. My bad. 
But you know what? It's it's been a week since that one came out. So if you got spoiled, it's really your fault. It's not mine. <laughs> but oh my gosh, that was the coolest thing ever. And she was just a fantastic character. And now we know the name of the child. Do you remember it? Gorgo. Grogu. Grogo. Gro- Grogu. No, Grogu. 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 I just thought it was cute, cute when he said his name and he kind of looked up at him. He's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so you're spoiling something else again I know well we've already spoiled the entire episode so you know <laughs> anybody's listening to this and you got spoiled I'm sorry we are spoilers here too late to go back now too late to go back now um, for those of you who watch Doctor Who um, I know that Vaughn is not one of those people he does not care for Doctor Who which is fine um, I will divorce him over this later uh, but anyway, for those of you who do watch Doctor Who, <laughs> I don't want your ring. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll put it back on there. Um, in the Christmas episode, Captain Jack is coming back, which is pretty awesome because Captain Jack Sparrow? is a... Might as well be. Dude is just as crazy. But um, Captain Jack is an immortal being. He, he was a man who became an immortal being. It's, it's kind of a complicated story. But he roams the universe doing Time Lord shit, even though he's not a Time Lord. And it's fantastic. And he is in love with the Doctor, and he is in love with anybody he meets, and he is just a lot of representation out there for people in the LGBT community. And he is a fan favorite because he just does not give a flying you-know-what. Right. He just... Well, when lives his immortal, life. Why would you? I mean, why would you care? <laughs> but he, you would think if you were an immortal and you knew you were never going to die, nothing could kill you. Like Harry Potter. Yeah, um, that would make you a little complacent in your life, and it would make you lazy. But with Captain Jack, he's not that way. It's like it's it did the exact opposite with him, you know. And he just became this fantastic creature that just roams the universe. And you would really like Captain Jack if you watched the episodes with him in it. But this is going to be really interesting because this is the first time that Captain Jack has met the Doctor who is female. Right. 13 is female. And Captain Jack was around when 10 was around. And I think he might have seen 11, maybe. I can't remember. It's it's been a while since I've watched those those episodes. And Eleven was not my favorite Doctor anyway. He's like my least favorite Doctor. So I remember more about Ten. <clears throat> Vaughn's over here. His eyes are glazing over. He's like, whatever. I could literally care less. I couldn't literally care less about this. <laughs> Let's get on to the next subject. <laughs> In order, the best Doctors are Ten, Thirteen, Nine, twelve, eleven. Those are the best ones. Sure, I agree with you. <laughs> I don't know why you have to shit on everything I like. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> anyway, shall we move on to something you like? I don't know. So we've talked about all the- about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about The Mandalorian. I'm looking forward to watching that either tonight or tomorrow. Um, That's funny. We're sitting there talking about uh, 
marijuana and alcohol and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Kind of interesting thing I saw about today. Because I was thinking about those whole... Because I'll, I'll get online sometimes and start looking at the, all kinds of crap. Mm-hmm. And got on one of those on this day in history things. On this day in history, 1933, 21st Amendment was ratified, ending prohibition. That's awesome. It just goes to show you, yeah, it just goes to show you how <clears throat> goofy the United States can be. The fact that we had a prohibition on alcohol to begin with because we were trying to be all prudish and crazy and we freaking passed a constitutional amendment which took two-thirds of the states to ban alcohol and then like i don't know was it like three years later we had another constitutional amendment that struck down the first one i don't know i wasn't alive back then so all i know is once i got 21 i could drink and that's all that matters (laughs) well if you ask me it should be 18 shouldn't be 21 when i turned 21 i drove down to the liquor store I bought one Coors Light, and it looked. All the reason I bought it because it looked cool. It was in a baseball like glass. Mm-hmm. And I still got it today. Yeah, never drank it. Never drank it. I think. I think. I it, went down there to get that and some pickled quail eggs. At midnight Those on my. Good. Yeah, at midnight on my twenty-first birthday, I had a margarita. It's not like I had never had anything to drink before because I had, but that was the first drink I was allowed to legally buy. And it was right. a margarita, and it wasn't a good margarita. It was at, um, I can tell you exactly where it was, uh, La Coretta's. Uh-huh. We went to La Coretta's that night, and they stayed open for me because it was like, uh, I can't even remember what day it was. I just, because I, I was going to uh, college, and um, we stayed late that night, and I bought a margarita at midnight from the bar and thought that was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and. <clears throat> Yeah, I just, I thought I was hot shit, because I, and it was a watery, terrible tasting margarita, but it was mine, because I bought it. Yeah. Like, it was a long time until I actually got drunk, though. <laughs> I, did, I didn't, I did not enjoy Oh, did you drunk. see, too, that, like, with all the vaccines that are rolling out, that Duke University has set up an area to help with the distribution of no. those vaccines. No, I'm not seeing that. Because they have set up freezing freezers there mm-hmm. that can keep the Pfizer it's vaccine got a... at the temperature it needs to stay at until it's ready to give to somebody. Oh, that's awesome. So they're going to be a big part of the distribution. That's good. Yeah. There's several other types of vaccines coming out from... Um, Moderna. Moderna, and there was there was one other one that was that had another yeah, but vaccine. Yeah, the other one has to back up because they skipped part of their trials. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they had to kind of back up a little bit. But I knew the Pfizer Pfizer one has to be kept at like seventy negative seventy Celsius until it's ready to be given. <clears throat> but the Moderna one, I don't think, has to have that that degree it of temperature. It has to be stay cold, but not that cold. Right, and, and like normal refrigerators right. can handle it. Well, normal freezers. Or normal freezers. But uh, you know, I I've gone back and forth on this whole taking the vaccine thing. I really have because hey, they like rushed him, it love out. Him, hate him, I don't care. But it, I am on the same exact boat as President Elect Biden when he said. 
because they asked him if he will take the vaccine. And he said, I will take it the second Dr. Fauci says it's safe to take. Yeah, and I think that's where I'm falling too. I mean, I'm I'm extremely pro vaccinations. I, if you're an anti-vaxer, you're to me you're a dumbass because you are you are depriving your children of something that could save their lives, right? Um, I I have just been really wary of this vaccine because it has been so rushed. Because they had to rush it. I mean, they didn't really have a choice. We we. But you got to think though. Part of the reason it got rushed, or was able to get rushed, is because of China. Yeah. I mean, because like when you get this disease or whatever, this virus, they say the first thing you have to do is you have to break down the genetic code of this. Mm-hmm. And once they found this virus, it took them two weeks to break the code. Mm-hmm. Now they had it like. They put it into like this computer program or whatever. And in two weeks' time, they had the genetic code broken down of this virus. So that they could start... In two weeks. So they could start making a vaccine. And China put that code out on the internet. Mm-hmm. And people just didn't realize that this was China's way of saying, we're about to be totally screwed. Here is this. We have did this part of it. Can y'all help? Yeah. But it took them a while after that to get that genetic code out of the program and into basically a liquid form that they can use to make a vaccine with. Right. Well, I think they said uh, they said today on the news that uh, the fastest they have ever gotten a vaccine out to the public has been four years. And this one they started working on in January. And basically it's going to be ready for distribution in January, so a year. It's it, they're going to start giving it because it's supposed to start rolling out next week. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Well, I knew like for like for uh, on certain the people is when Pfizer. You have yet to pronounce that name correctly. Pfizer. 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 Whatever. <laughs> Pfizer is the the uh, FDA is meeting to do their emergency certification or whatever. Right. Right. It's on the 10th. Now, and if, it, if they give it a go, a thumbs up, it's going to be going out like that day or the next day. One thing that really bugs me about Trump is that he, among other things, is that he has been saying we could have done this a lot faster, but the FDA slowed us down. You know what? The FDA is not there to slow you down. The FDA is there to make sure you don't kill people. Yeah. With your cure. And the FDA provides... A necessary service. FDA prevents people from going out and saying, hey, let's figure out a way to inject Lysol. Yeah. And. Yeah. And people tend to have visceral reactions to regulatory bodies like the EPA, the FDA, the USDA, all the other A's. Um. But the fact is, if we didn't have those regulatory bodies in place, you wouldn't have clean water and air. Uh, you wouldn't have safe food to eat. And it seems like, because I, I worked in the food industry for 15 years. Thir- no, I thir- was thir- there for 13 and a half. So, oh, so, so I, was, I was there for about, about 12, 12 and a half. half. Okay, so 
you know, the food industry, when you are on the side of it that I was on, it feels like the USDA is holding you back. It feels like the USDA is stopping you from doing your job. And it feels like your quality control people are stopping you from doing your job. Because your job is to get as many chickens through the plant as you can, as fast as you can, because otherwise you're not making money. It's all about birds per man hour. All about birds per man hour. And the USDA can shut the plant down. I mean, if they see something that's a little hinky, plant's gone. Plant, plant, plant. They shut it down. It's, it's done. And you're losing money. You're hemorrhaging money. And so people freak out. And they start getting really upset with the USDA. But the fact is, the USDA is stopping things like salmonella outbreaks, listeria outbreaks, um, all of these things that go along with food production. They are in between you and horrifying results if you send unsafe food out into the general population. Yeah, because they're the ones making sure that, like, especially in poultry, that once these chickens are killed, that... You're, you're allowed a certain amount of time once they're killed to get them down to a certain temperature. And then they, you have to keep them down below that temperature throughout the entire process. And then you have to get it down to even a colder temperature before you're allowed to put it on a truck and ship it. And the whole reason for that is bacteria, they're stopping the growth of bacteria, bacteria. in the chicken because I'm sorry, chicken, chicken is unsafe. It is an unsafe food if you don't store it properly. And that's what... Look... Corporations cannot be trusted to do this stuff on their own because we know, I know, we know because history has shown us repeatedly that if you let corporations just kind of regulate themselves, they dump crap into the water. Yeah. That's the reason the Ohio River caught on fire that time is in the 70s is because there was so much pollution in the water because these corporations were just dumping crap you know we can't trust them to regulate themselves so therefore somebody else has to regulate them and 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 find them or shut them down if they don't follow the rules they are in the gap in between us and death and you have to look at it that way so yeah, it sucks that the FDA has to step in and say yay or nay to this life-saving vaccine that we're pretty sure is going to work. But they're there to make sure there are not more deaths because of the vaccine. So, basically, that's that's a long way of telling you I'm on the side of the FDA. And when the FDA says it's okay to take, and when Dr. Fauci gets out there and has his, I will go get mine. Yep. Okay, so that kind of segues us nicely into our last topic, which is politics. Politics. Yay. Um, so much to get into there. Can we talk about this rally that happened in Georgia Hold tonight? Hold on. We're, we're going to get to that. <laughs> Wait. The, 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 we we got to address this first. I'm sorry. But this hearing in Michigan or wherever they were at, <laughs> And this drunk lady that was on there. Hang on, I gotta find the video. Oh my gosh. We're gonna play the video. She was drunker. She had to be drunker than a skunk. Because, oh my lord, this woman was. I mean, and you know it's bad when you got Rudy Giuliani over there tapping (laughs) her on the, tapping the table, trying to get her to shut up (laughs) because she was just going too far. (laughs) 
I mean, this woman, and they had to keep telling her, let him finish. Don't interrupt him. Let him finish. And she was like, well, oh, my God. Did like, you know, and she was just, oh. Hang on. I got and, to. And that's one of their star witnesses. <laughs> let me see if I can. I can get to it quick if you don't have it. Hang on. Well, hang on. I'm trying not to let this. Shut up. I'm so sorry. This You're having to hear this. Okay, um, skip ad. There we go. Okay, so, all right, that's not the right one. Um, Lord have mercy. Lord. I'm so sorry. I just want to hear just, um, just Melissa, because this is Melissa Carone is her name. Yeah, Melissa Oh, Carone. here we go. Here we go. How'd you find it? Massive amount of evidence. I think so. This is Rudy talking. Hand are affidavits. These are sworn under oath. They have the power of evidence. They're sworn under oath. Okay, okay here we go. Here's Melissa Carone. I want to hear that we have a problem. He said, we are here to assist with IT. We are not here to run their election. That is exactly what he said to me. Um, at that point, I was just really frustrated and upset. I, I could tell what was going on. I, I knew what was going on at that point. What was going on? Um, he was in on it. He was in on it. They were all in on it. In on what? They were cheating. It, it was very, very apparent. It was apparent he knew. It was apparent that he was in on it. And when he caught on to... That's why. All right. All right. Hang on. Why? We're not seeing the poll book off by 30,000 votes. And I know what I saw. And I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Did you? Did you? <laughs> Did you? Did you? Did you? And that... That accent, like I don't know where she's from, but this woman, we found out that Melissa Carone is an actress. She is an actress. Rudy hired her to bring her into this fake hearing at this hotel that they're having where nobody is under oath. I know, that's what's funny because they keep talking about all the testimony of all these people. That's not testimony, dude. They weren't under oath. They weren't in a courtroom. That's not yeah. testimony. And these little sworn affidavits that they have, none of them were sworn in court. None of them are sworn, like, they, they don't hold up in a court of law. Because all the affidavits that they actually brought to court, the ones that they could prove, none of them have anything to do with fraud. And the judge is like, you're not alleging fraud in this. And even Rudy has been saying, this is not a fraud case. Yeah. He, Rudy has actually said that. And that's, that's the same one where the, the Trump-appointed judge told them that just because you lose an election, you can't say it's not fair just because you lost. Right. And the affidavits that you brought to me, if I heard you correctly, you said that these are the ones that you couldn't prove that they were false? Mm-hmm. That didn't give me a whole lot of confidence in the way you collected these. Yeah. I mean, these these judges have been brutal mm-hmm. to the Trump lawyers. To the point where the Trump lawyers, most of them have all jumped ship. And the only ones that are left are like that Sidney Powell, who is so nuts that Trump had to say on Twitter, she doesn't work for us. And then Rudy Giuliani who is the only one who can get up in front of these people with a straight face and say that there was fraud in this election. And he hasn't even said that there's fraud. He was very specific that there wasn't fraud. 
he's just trying to say that something went wrong. He thinks that we should have a big investigation. And these judges are being absolutely just like, what, what the, what is wrong with you people? You can't come to my court with this. You have no evidence. Well, you have the, the first firm that dropped out on them dropped out on them because they said, you know, if you, as a lawyer, you bring too many fraudulent, frivolous, in, frivolous cases to court, you could lose your law license. Yeah. And they're like, we're not losing our law license for him. We're out. Yeah. And, and then, and then, I uh, look. I think that Rudy is being sent out there as a fall guy. He's being sent out there as a distraction. He's being sent out there to 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 keep this dog and pony show on the road. He's the one that Trump's going to blame for losing. He's he's the one that Trump's going to blame for losing. But he's also out there to help them with the grift because honestly, this whole thing. This is three weeks after the election. We know who the winner is. By any metric, popular vote or electoral they college, know the winner is they know who the winner is. This is not about winning anymore because there is no path to the White House for Trump right now. This is about keeping their winning. keeping their followers so whipped up that they will open their pockets and throw money at the man because he has his own personal pack now. I don't know if you knew this, but he created his own pack. And as long as he says that the money is income, he can use that personal pack as his own personal piggy bank. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's doing. All of these people that are sending him money for his Trump defense fund are sending it to Trump's personal bank account. Mm -hmm. And that's it. It's just not being used for anything other than just to line his pockets. It's a grift. Oh, it's, it's just like the one that they sent out, the uh, fundraising letter, flyer, or whatever they sent out, talk about how we need help funding this uh, case we're taking to court. It's a guaranteed deal because we've got hard evidence of voter fraud in Edison County, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no such thing as Edison County in Michigan. There's not an Edison, Edison County, County in, in the, the entire country. United States. Yeah. There is no Edison County anywhere. But that's what they put out, and people are like, "Yeah, we're yeah, money." And and uh, Sydney Powell, the the lawyer that got kicked off, uh, she was on his his legal team for like three days and got kicked off. Um, but she she's the one who did the the thing uh, about Edison County, Michigan. She also thinks that Detroit is in Wisconsin and put that in a legal brief, and in a separate legal brief, she misspelled the word district twice in the hair. Um, she is the most incompetent person. Isn't she also the one isn't she also the one that said the dead guy, the guy that died like seven years ago helped the fraudulent votes or whatever? And she was the one that was saying that uh, Hugo Chavez um, yeah, the guy was that... helping Biden steal the election. Yeah, he died in like two thousand fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's been dead for like seven years. I'm still trying to figure out how Hugo Chavez was working with the deep state to rig an election where Joe Biden would win that Mitch McConnell also won. Right. Because if this was the greatest conspiracy of all time to get Trump out of office, trust me, there is no way in hell that Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham would still be in office. There's no way. No. 
I think we could probably take another four years of Trump before we would allow Mitch McConnell to stay to, where he's at. To stay where he's at. He is the most... What What are the words that I'm looking for? He... He Slimy, is not trashy person. He, he yes. Okay, so I had somebody tell me the other day, "Oh, well, he's just acting like a normal politician, just blocking everything from the other side." Uh, no, 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 no. You don't understand. It's not that he's acting like a normal politician and just blocking it because it's a Democrat bill coming across. He has said in public, "I will never pass a Democratic bill." That's not doing the best for your country. Mm-mm. That's just being obstinate. And hanging on to power and, quote, and winning. Call me the Grim Reaper. Call me the Grim Reaper. And laughing about the. Okay, so he was on Hannity one night, and Hannity was trying to um, make Obama sound bad. Well, I can't believe he left over 150 judgeships open when he left. He's just not doing his job. And then Mitch McConnell started laughing and goes, Oh, no, that was me. I blocked all those. I wouldn't let him do it. I wouldn't let him add, add the federal judges. Well, dumbass. Sean was trying to give you an out here so that you could talk crap about Obama and you're just like, ho, 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 that was me. Dummy? Right. But but nobody cares because Mitch McConnell, is it's, it's not about what's best for the country for him. It's about winning. And that's not healthy. That's not healthy for anyone. And if you look... Um, if you look at the way that Congress has worked together... Um, Before 1992 or so, there was a lot of bipartisanship in Congress. Um, A lot of Democrats and Republicans, they they really worked together. Um, There was a lot of people who shared their names on bills and and, and got laws passed, and it was all bipartisan. Round about 1992, things started to go off the rails. And ever since, there has been less and less and less working with the other side, regardless to who's in charge. Nobody's working with anybody else. Because, like, when one side like, well, they stuck it to us, so when we get in power, we're going to stick it to them. Right. But 1992 is when Bill Clinton got voted into office. Okay. It's also when Newt Gingrich took over as speaker. Was it? Was it? Was he the speaker? Hang on. Let me let me make sure I'm not I'm not mixing him up. Newt Gingrich. Uh. Because he, uh, yeah, he was the Speaker of the House. Um, and he, that was back in the 90s. And so Newt Gingrich took over. He did the contract with America. Round about that same time, Rush Limbaugh starts to get his national show going. And all of these things are kind of working together to, because Newt Gingrich was very clear about the fact he didn't want to work with Democrats. Um, he was not about reaching across the aisle and doing what was best for the country. He only wanted to do what was best for the Republican Party. And it kind of set a really dangerous, really sucky precedent for congressional behavior. And you see the consequences of that action now where we have nothing but gridlock. And the House has passed, I know of at least two, possibly three, COVID relief bills. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. So the House has passed these bills. They're ready to go. They're sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk because he won't even bring them down for a vote. The whole but, yeah, but all the 
Fox News and OAN and all that crap that keeps saying how we can't get COVID relief because of Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, what well, all that stuff has been sent down. The thing, the thing that the the Republicans won't vote on, they want there to be corporate immunity. So, for example, let's say your workplace was negligent and you got sick and died. Your family would not be allowed to sue your workplace for causing you to work in an environment where you caught COVID and died. That's not okay. You need to be able to punish a company for doing something negligent. And the Republicans want immunity for these companies worked into the COVID bill before they will release any more funds. And what they're holding hostage is a single $1,200 check which is awful. We got one $1,200 check back in, what was it, March? Oh, yeah. That's like those that thing I was showing you yesterday about how all these other countries are giving their people anywhere from $1,500 to there's one place that go up to like $7,000 a month. Yeah. To these families. Because that's how you control COVID. You pay people to stay home. And then it will go away. And then you don't have to pay them anymore. But that keeps the economy going. If government was intended for any purpose, would it not be this? But if you ask Trump, this is the best economy he's ever been. Ugh. Well, what he keeps saying. You know what's interesting about the economy? You can actually look at it. It was doing really well because the first year and a half of an economy doesn't belong to the current president. It belongs to the guy who was here before him because the economy is a lagging indicator of how the country is doing and, and how his policies are hitting. So Trump had a good economy up until about February of this year. And it started trending downward to the point where the stock market was starting to tank. And then COVID hit in a big way. And maybe we would have pulled out of that February slump, but all the economists that I have heard who are not up Trump's butt say that we were headed for a depression. And it was directly related to things like tariffs and mismanagement of funds and just a lot of stuff that Trump was doing that was not good for the economy that was finally starting to hit. You know, stuff that he had done over the last two and a half years. And so realistically, yeah, we had a good economy for the first two and a half years, three years of his term. But, well, yeah, two and a half years. But it it was not headed in the right direction when COVID hit at all. It, there's a there's a decent chance that had COVID not hit, we would be in the middle of another recession. And I'm not sure what he would have blamed that on. I'm sure he would have found something. There's just so much stupid crap right now. It's just ridiculous. COVID is what lost him the election, though. I mean, that's... Don't you agree with that? Or, I think it definitely played a big part of it. But... I think there was just a lot of people that even before COVID were like, we've had enough. Yeah. I mean, look at that Georgia election official. Kemp or Kemp or uh, Rasper? No, the election official. official. Oh, yeah. The, okay. Talk, talk about him. The one that got out there and was just so... And just watching that, you could tell 
<laughs> this dude was doing everything he could to not curse while he was on this and behind this podium talking about Gabriel the, Sterling as the, the people name. that were getting threats and all this stuff and none of these elected officials anywhere are condoning any of this stuff. No, they're not condemning it. They're not condemning it. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're and they're, they're silence. Their yeah. silence is con- condoning what's yeah. going on. But but yeah, he he got out there. I thought he was going to cry because he was so angry. Mm-hmm. And he was he just straight up said, "Trump, you you need to say something about this. This is your mess, fix it." Because these election officials are just trying to do their jobs. And they're getting death threats. Their families are getting death threats. Uh, people are threatening to, to, to rape the wives and the kids. They're, they're going into these people's houses, and uh, you know, into their yards and, and threatening them. And Because even he was saying, you know, like me, he said, I'm a, you know, you get into a higher, prof, higher profile job in politics, then yeah, you, you, that's a, just part of the, that just kind of comes with it. You, you expect there to be some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. He said, but you got this 19, 20-year-old kid that just took a job. Mm-hmm. Just took a job to do whatever it was he was doing. To help count ballots. Or to move ballots or something. Yeah. And he's getting death threats. And getting death threats. Ridiculous. And, and, and Trump thinks this stuff is funny. That's the bad part. He thinks all of this is funny. Mm-hmm. It's not funny, dude. <laughs> These are people's lives. You know? January 20th. Come on. I can't wait till they meet him at the edge of that stage with handcuffs. <laughs> They're not going to meet him at the end of that stage of handcuffs because he's going to be a whiny little peckerhead and he's not even going to go. He's going to have a rally that day to kick off his 2024 inauguration. He's already said he was going to. 2024 election. Yeah, because he's running for president again 2024 in 2024. campaign. Yeah, campaign. Uh, but yeah, he's he's probably not going to be at the at the inauguration. And that's got a lot of the other Republicans pissed off because they want him to go away too. Yeah. Because even Pence is starting to try to uh, distance himself away from him. Yeah, and Lindsey Graham too. Believe it or not, Miss Lindsey. Yeah. Like I, the the complete one eighty that Lindsey Graham did between when. The 2016 primary happened versus when Trump got the nomination. I want to know what Trump has on him. The recent 180 with him trying to distance himself to is he's hoping, I guarantee you, it's because he's hoping that if he does this, that they'll kind of forget about him calling down to old Georgia and trying to get them to throw away votes. Yeah. That's a felony. Not that anybody's going to do anything about it. No. Because if somebody was going to do anything about it, they would have already arrested him for it. Because, I mean, that's just that's a straight-up felony. Well, it's a felony, which is a federal crime, so I'm pretty sure that would have been something Trump would have added him to his upcoming pardon list. <laughs> I'm going to laugh my ass off if Trump goes down for this uh, pardons, uh, bribe for pardon thing. Yeah, pay for pardon. Yeah. Well, it's like what a lot of people are saying. They're, like, they're talking about he's wanting to pardon all of his kids. And people are like, pardon them for what? Yeah. What have they done? They haven't been convicted of anything. 
They haven't been charged with anything. They haven't even been charged with anything. What, what, how can you pardon someone for something that they haven't even been charged for? Which I think the reason he's wanting to do this because he knows that these people are, they've got all this stuff over here. Mm-hmm. And they're chomping at the bit to bring it all out. Mm-hmm. But they're waiting until January 20th at 12.01. Yeah. Because at that point, he's powerless. Yeah. He Twitter, goes back to be a freaking nobody on TV or whatever the stupid shit he wants to do now. Twitter's going to shut him down. That's going to be the gonna, funniest thing. going to kick him off of Twitter. I mean, he's going to... And all these people are going to start going after his family once he doesn't have the power to stop it. Yeah. Well... Th- <clears throat> the state of New York could go after the kids now. I think they're just doing it. They're well, they've already not doing disp- it deposed cur- uh, Ivanka. Yeah, and they were, and Eric was supposed to show up before the election to be deposed, and just decided not to go. Yeah, he's just. No, and it's all not over that uh, during the inaugural party or whatever. Mm-hmm. They booked a which I thought was shouldn't have not have been allowed. They booked it at a. Trump Hotel. Right. And where they got in trouble on this is because the inaugural funds are supposed to be a non-profit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Ivanka supposedly told them to charge the Trump campaign a fair market rate. Right. Supposedly. She's got one email saying that she told them that. Right. But... What they're looking at is the fact that on the same day that they wanted to do this, the venue that they were wanting to use ended up getting double booked because mm-hmm. there was another nonprofit organization that had already basically paid for the venue for that day. Mm-hmm. Same venue, same day, same time period. They charged this other nonprofit. $5,000. Right. You know how much the Trump people paid? Not $5,000. $175,000. Yep. Just to get more money into the hotel. Yeah. And they knew the government would pay it. So $170,000 extra now, went to that hotel. That is only for the room. Mm-hmm. That does not include what Trump has been charging Secret Service agents to stay at his hotels. He charges the governments for these rooms that Secret Service agents have to use to stay with him at hotels, at his own hotels, and he charges them like god-awful amounts of money. Mm -hmm. So when they stay at Trump properties, he's like, oh yeah, we're getting a good deal on this because it's my property and ha ha ha, I can do what I want. He's charging the government ten times the actual rate. Mm-hmm. Because the government has to pay it. Because what are they going to do? Just not send Secret Service agents? That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get a phone call. <laughs> Say hi to the FBI. <laughs> it's like, are you planning to do this? No. 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 But I wouldn't put my life on the line to stop somebody else from doing it. Right. What? What does that? What does that Secret Service? agent um interview sound like when you're dealing with somebody that you really don't like 
Like, do you, uh, I mean, it, like I tried to block the bullet, but I tripped. <laughs> but like, oh hell no, I ain't dying for this dude. I, I mean, die like, for a family member. Yeah, but not for somebody for a job. Hell no. I mean, I just I don't know. I don't know. Nobody okay. outside my family, I wouldn't that I would stand in front of to stop a bullet for. I like this. Maybe whole, some of my friends, I would. I like this whole sections things. Because it's giving us, you know, these little sections to talk in, but we're like exceeding. You know, you want to know how far? Oh, we I know we've gone over, way over. We've gone way over, and we still have one more segment to go. Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I, I'm going to do mine real quick. My thumbs down moment for the week is going to Call of Duty yet again. <laughs> I know that was my thumbs down last week because they didn't give me my damn nuke. <laughs> but. The way this game is set up, you know, you have your weapon classes, right? Right. And you have different camos that you unlock by doing different challenges. Right. Uh, once you get them all unlocked, you get a gold camo for that gun. Mm-hmm. And then once you get every gun in that class gold, it unlocks an additional camo, which is diamonds. Okay. And then once you get diamonds on all the weapons, it unlocks a different camo for all the weapons, right? Right. Well... Of course, I've been grinding because I was like, okay, I want, I want to get diamond camo on something. So I, I went the cheap route, I admit. I went after the LMG class. So there's only three guns in each one. Okay. There's only three guns there. A little easier to little get that done. Easier, a little you know? easier. So I started with them. Boom, got the first one gold. As soon as I did, as soon as I was getting close, I went ahead and had another class set up for the next LMG. Got that one done. Pops up on the screen, gold camo, sweet. Next gun going through when I've got down to the last little challenge I needed like one more of these challenges to finish I finished it it popped up on the screen unlock this camo which unlocked the gold camo which unlocked the diamond camo mm-hmm. and I was like hell yeah finally hell yeah. go back after that after the round was over back out of the lobby go to create a class go to my class go down there see it see what so it's gold then I go over to click on the diamond and it's saying I've only unlocked gold on two out of the three Oh no! And I hashed, so I said, "All right, I'm going to do this." I, I I made a class up for each of the three LMGs, and I've got all three of them set up with gold. Oh no! But it's saying I've only unlocked two out of the three, and it won't give me my diamond camo. I'm so freaking pissed. But I'm going to get online with uh, a chat thing. There's from three o'clock to whatever is there's chat opens up with Treyarch and Activision. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do it the other day, and I meant to stay on there, but it said I was like number 94 in the queue, and my estimated wait time was like 40 minutes. Uh-huh. But I'm going to probably next weekend, <laughs> or on Friday if I'm off work next Friday, I'm going to sit on there and just wait till they finally answer, and I'm going to tell them, hey, you got to figure out how to fix this shit, because I put in some grinding time in, <laughs> and I want my freaking camo, because this is bullcrap. <laughs> Because you get a great big thumbs down right now because I'm pissed. Because <laughs> after that, I was—I mean, I just—I was so disheartened again. I was just like, "What's the point of me even doing this anymore?" Right. I why, mean, why do I even want to go to? And then, like, I'll be playing and, and one of the kill cams, so somebody with diamond camo, and I'll be like, "Must be nice, <laughs> asshole." <laughs> okay, so we know your um, thumbs down. So, what is your thumbs up? I don't know. All I got is my thumbs down right now. Mm. Well, you got to have at least one thumbs up. Well, what is your thumbs up or thumbs down? My thumbs up is going to be 
Baby Yoda from The Mandalorian and how freaking adorable he was in the last episode that we watched. Oh, yeah. When he would, when they would call him Grogu, and he'd be like, huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and when, <laughs> my thumbs up will be him also as when, <laughs> when he was at the school and stole that kid's cookies. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. He just like forced stole the cookies. <laughs> and that kid was like, what? And then when he when he was going all that shaking and stuff in the ship, and he looks over at him, you see him go, bleh. <laughs> Well, when he when they were doing those little roller coaster moves in the ship, and he had his little arms up, he's going. Wee! Wee! <laughs> that was great. Yeah, Baby Yoda is my thumbs up. Now, Baby Yoda, Grogu, Grogu is the best thing that's hit TV in years. I'm sorry. Yeah, what? Even outside of of Grogu, the Mandalorian as a whole is probably the best thing I have seen come out of Disney since the Emperor's New Groove. Well, that's the best thing I've looked forward to being on television since American Horror Story ended. Yeah. Well, I I love the fact that The Mandalorian is set up as a spaghetti western. It's set... Yeah, that that goes over here. That's okay. That's fine. It's fine. Um, It's set up as a spaghetti western. It's set up as a monster of the week kind of story. Yeah. It's set up as a, here, we have a main quest, but do a side quest every week. Because every week... Okay, we're getting off on tangent again. You need to tell me your thumbs down. Okay, so my thumbs down is Ben Shapiro. Okay, so let me... Quickly, we're running out of time. Very quickly, because we're running... This is this is just a supersized episode. We, we, we can make this supersized. So, um, I like to listen to podcasts when I'm driving. I have an hour commute every day, one way. Um, and so I fill the time by listening to podcasts. And I try to listen to a wide variety of podcasts. I listen to true crime. I listen to politics. I listen to um, things you should know. I listen to NPR. Office Lady. Oh, I love Office Ladies. They're they're such a great podcast. Um, But I also try to uh, not just listen to the left-wing podcasts. I try to also listen to a few right-wing podcasts because it's always good to know where people are getting their stuff from. And that, and that's another good thing too. When you can, if you're if you're one of those people that likes to argue online, like me, um, if you can, no. is that what he was? Oh. Um, I'll say a no to you. Yeah, I well, I like I like to argue online, and I like to get in discussions and stuff like that. But if you can get into a discussion online with somebody, and you can say, I know where you got that from. Rush Limbaugh said it on da 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 da, because you heard it. And you know where these people are getting their stuff from. Mm-hmm. All right? You're not having an original thought right now. Rush told you what to say. So, <laughs> so in order... Reel you back in I know, so you get off up. on your tangent again. But ben in order, Shapiro, that's it. Stay on that. Okay, so in order to make sure I'm listening to both sides, I have been listening to Ben Shapiro this week. Because he is a uh, big guy in the uh, podcasting world. And I just... You know, I, I just... Want to make sure I'm giving him a fair shot. Okay? He is the whiniest, most threatened motherfucker. Pardon my language. He is threatened by women. He is threatened by anybody who is not an Orthodox Jew. 
He is threatened by anybody who is not Christian. He's, he's, he's. Okay, so he was talking about the female place kicker in that football game for Vanderbilt, right? And the way he was talking about her, the way he was talking about her was not so much I don't think women should be in positions where they might get hurt. It was she'll definitely get hurt. She shouldn't do it because she's a woman. And listening to him, I was just struck by because Ben Shapiro is 5'3". He's a little guy. He's not physical. He, he uses his brain to win things. And for him, it's all about winning. Um, he debates college kids, quote unquote, debates college kids, and he gish gallops them. And they don't, they're not able to keep up with him because he's older than them and he's got more experience doing a gish gallop. And so he considers those debates to be won, but all he's doing is moving the goalpost all over the place and then they can't keep up with it. And the way he talks about women, I don't know if you guys have heard about this WAP thing. We, we've got to discuss this because this is my You're favorite Ben Shapiro thing. Off. Come on. But my, not, what, not, I mean, it just it boils down to my thumbs down this week is, is Ben Shapiro. And I'm pretty sure that Ben Shapiro's specific kink, because you know everybody has a kink, right? Mm-hmm. His specific kink is getting dunked on on Twitter. Because he'll say some of the dumbest shit and put it on Twitter and then gets dunked on. That's got to be his kink. That's got to be how he gets off. But my thumbs down for this week is Ben Shapiro. Don't listen to Ben Shapiro. He's a dumbass. He he went to Harvard and brags about having gone to Harvard and then tells people don't go to Harvard because you'll get indoctrinated into a liberal ideology and you'll become worthless. You know, don't brag about where you went if you don't respect where you went. Right. So, anyway, my thumbs down this week is uh, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> My thumbs up is Grogu. He's so much better than Ben Shapiro. You know, I, I may even give my thumbs up to the crazy drunk lady. <laughs> that was almost because, that was almost my choice. Because that that has brought a lot of joy in my life this week. And so I may have to give Did it to you, her. Did you I signed something that said that if I that if I lie, I'll go to jail. Did you? I'll go to prison. Did you? Did you? We don't see it off by all this. Why? Did you you guys take it and like do something, just, crazy, do something with it? crazy to it? <laughs> so I got to tell my story about this weird accent. It's, it's a short one, I promise. <laughs> Sorry, a, I freaking mentioned this woman, but go ahead. Long, long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, I was with one of my friends at the Marble Slab Creek. Oh, yeah. I think about that when I saw her. <laughs> so we were at the marble slab picking something up. I don't remember what it was. It doesn't matter. But there was a woman who was on the phone, and she was talking about ice cream cakes. And my friend and I listened to this woman, and we just looked at each other and went, oh, my God. Because she no like lie. She said, she was, this is her talking on the phone. Yes, I'm at the marble slab, Cremerade, and I'm going to get an ice cream cake. And, um... Uh, I just, I don't know what they've got, but I thought that we could get some ice cream cake from the Marble Slap Cremerae. 
Not exaggerating at all. This is exactly how this woman spoke. Hell, it might have been this damn woman. I know, right? <laughs> That's how she sounded. Rudy's drunk aunt. <laughs> Poor Rudy. And then when when Rudy farted. Drunk, <laughs> <laughs> how quickly that woman looked over at him was just like... <laughs> and you can see every muscle in her face was just tensing up because she was doing her best not to smile. <laughs> But he's in there just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> oh, and another funny, another funny, th- well, sort of funny thing happened when when that Indian lady that was with him was talking about um, all Chinese people look alike, and some chow could come in there and vote, and you wouldn't know them from the other. So like, it could be anybody. And the black guy that was sitting next to her was like, "What?" Kind of looked over at her like. <laughs> Oh, did it stop? Re- oh, no. Okay, okay. Whew. Thought it stopped recording there for a second. We're good. We're good. Okay, we ain't doing this one over. No, we're not doing this. This has been too good of one. But we may end up having to do another podcast tomorrow. Yeah. Because we didn't want to get... We didn't get to the elephant in the room tonight. Which was? The Trump rally in Georgia. We did... Yeah, we may have to do like a short little um, bonus may. episode about the Trump rally. I don't even know if we can make that short. I, I, I don't know if we can't either. Was, <laughs> There's just so much to get into in that. I mean, <sighs> well, let's they should have had, they should had a ticker at the bottom for all of his lies. Let's just mention one thing about it. He was there to pump up voters for Kelly Loeffler and Purdue. Purdue to get them to vote for Purdue and Loeffler in the January runoff. Because if these two people lose, then the Senate is tied 50-50. Kamala Harris is the tiebreaker. And Mitch McConnell doesn't control the Senate anymore. So he, his, whole, his sole purpose in going to Georgia was to get people to vote for these two people. And he literally spent the entire rally talking about how the election was stolen from him. And the people in Georgia need to give it back to him. Mm-hmm. The entire that, rally. That's like I even posted on Facebook how if they didn't have it on the bottom of the screen, Trump rally, campaign rally for Loeffler and Purdue, if they would have taken that off, I really wouldn't have known what he was there for. Yeah. Like every now and then they'd pan <clears throat> out to one of the far back cameras where you could see the sign that says Purdue and Loeffler vote. Mm-hmm. Vote for Purdue and Loeffler. But... I mean, he mentions them one time, and and they come out on stage, and all they they don't talk about themselves at all. They spend thirty seconds kissing his butt and then leave. No, they all but got down in front of him and got on their knees and filleted him. Yeah. Thank God for you, Mr. President. We're gonna get you four more years. Like I said, we're gonna have to do another episode. Another we are, we are. We'll, we'll do, we can't we'll do a that little now. short episode. I don't think we'll, it'll we'll be try a short to do. One. We'll I try think to it'll do a little short one, one, but we may have to because that was just <laughs> that was just too much to not talk about. All right, so we're gonna shut this down for the Wrap night. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. So um, this has been a fun one. I've enjoyed this. Yep. So we will see you on our next one. Until we then. we love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Bye.